And uh, that was a nightmare. That was a miracle. And, uh, but I was studying all this stuff on postmodern theology and, and uh, contextual, contextualization in Western culture for, um, for the modern era. Just ridiculous concepts. And I went to India as a student, uh, a pastoral leadership student, and I didn't know the gospel. I was, I was devastated. I uh, wanted to go into ministry, but ministry to me was going into the, uh, the academy where I would study and get a PhD and then teach theologians one day. That was my hope. I'm not smart enough for that. But I, uh, I was in India and my world changed. I immediately felt God calling me into vocational ministry to, to start now living out my faith, to not wait till I have degrees, but to begin to, to live out the gospel. And that meant feeding the hungry, taking in the, the, those that don't have shelter, uh, offering food to people that, that don't have enough, uh, caring for the lepers, the widows. That's what I saw in, in, through Harvest India's ministry. I met Suresh in 2006. I've been to India three times with him. And Suresh is a dear friend. He's been so influential in my life and experience. I, I went a second time and heard in India plant a church in Long Beach. So for me, this is a, a dear friend to have here. He's a man of faith and compassion. He brought his family. Would you mind standing again? This is Christina. This is his wife of 22 years. The oldest, David. He's 16. David's here. This is Mercy and Lalitha. Say hi. Come here. Come here. Stand up. I got I to gotta hold you up so everyone can see you. Yes. <laughs> Harvest India does an amazing work. Um, right now, they currently have, you said more, uh, over 1,500 churches planted. 1,500. Um, over 17 orphanages. Over 1,500 orphans. Is that right? 1,500 orphans, 26 homes throughout India. They have um, over six Bible schools, unless that's in, 10 Bible schools. <laughs> I think this, this, this flyer is like a year and a half old, and they have like doubled everything on there. Um, they're trying to reach their nation for Jesus, and they do it with compassion. They do it with conviction. Um, the way they train pastors, I love this, is that they'll, they'll train them for about eight months or a year in Bible college, and then they send them out, hopefully, with a Bible, a bicycle and a buffalo. Buffaloes for, for sustainability income because they'll sell the milk. But the, the Bible's for obviously teaching out of the word and the bicycle's for transportation. That's all they get. And then they're, all right, go. And they do it. They go out there and do it. It's absolutely amazing. The ministry is amazing. Suresh is a very accomplished man and he would never say this, but he's got um, a bachelor's in education, a master's in sociology, a master of divinity, and a PhD in missiology. Just to name a few, he's, uh, he's the General Secretary of Andhra Pradesh for All India Christian Council, which means he's part of the government there. He's the President of the Tanali United Pastors and Gospel Workers Association, the President of the Bible Society of India in Tanali, but more importantly, he loves Jesus. And it's so clear that this man has a heart of God and that he's here to share with us his stories. And, and would you welcome him as part of us? Suresh, please come on up. It's, it's really great to have you. Hallelujah. This may be a new word, isn't it to you? Hallelujah. Whenever I uh, stand uh, in our crusades or in the church, the first word I'm always telling, hallelujah. That means when, when, they say, when everybody say hallelujah, that means you are with me. Amen. 
I'm very happy to be here. Thank you so much, Pastor Darren and Alex and all the elders of the church. And thank you, some of my good friends, they came from different places today to listen from the Lord. And uh, I'm very happy to have my family with me. This is the first time to have my family, my children. They are really enjoying your United States, America. And uh, they are. When they go to the shopping, you have to see their faces. Target, Walmart. They want to live in the shops. And uh, I'm always telling only one hour, but they take four hours. They want to take everything from here to India. So I thank God for the great um, privilege the Lord has given to me to spend a, a month with my family. And I thank God some good friends here, Anida and Harvest India USA staff and very many good friends. Thank you very much for this great opportunity. And I really appreciate Pastor Darren. He's a wonderful man of God and he's a very good pastor and having passion and compassion and love for the kingdom and see how God is using him in this place. It's really joy and uh, privilege to me to come back here and to stand before you. You know, I came from India. Harvest India have started by my mother 44 years back. My mom is the founder of this ministry. And this is my 24th year to working for God. And our heart is to reach the unreached people in India. In India, 79% population living in the unreached villages. And uh, you know, India is the biggest country with 1.3 billion people in India now. So we have 83% Hindus, 14% Muslims. We have 3% Christians. Now the Christians are growing because of um, some good organizations and missionary movements are doing great job in unreached places. But 50% people still, they never heard the name of Jesus Christ, which is a sad thing. Now even not even the first time. And uh, <clears throat> 75,000 people every day dying without Christ in India. So, friends, we are here for the purpose. Are you believe that? Amen. So, Jesus died for everybody. The Bible is very clear. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So, you have the responsibility to take that message. I have the responsibility to take the message. We are here with the purpose. Amen. You know, God has called us not to be comfortable, isn't it? Do you believe that? He called us to suffer. He called us to step out. He called us to step out from our comfort zones so that many people will hear about him. Amen. You know, I'm always telling wherever I go, the reason why God is blessing the church, the reason why God is blessing your families because of somebody outside who never heard the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what uh, Harvest India always want to reach these unreached people in India. And last year, we've seen 26,000 people have given their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. We need to praise God for that. You know. Harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Last year, we sent 198 workers from our Bible schools, 10 Bible colleges, to plant the churches in India. 
There is a huge need, friends. So we need to do as much as we can in these end days. I believe the Lord is coming back very soon. Do you believe that? I know sometimes I feel, you know, when my, because my grandmother said that Jesus is coming back. My mother said Jesus is coming back. Now I am telling Jesus is coming back. But he will come one day. Amen. So, but the thing is, you, we have to understand we are in a very important timings here. We have to do so much, as much as we can in this world. There are many people has to listen the word of God. That is your responsibility, that's my responsibility. Today the reason I am here, just I would like to remind, I am not bringing the new teaching here. Just I would like to remind from the word of God, from book of Acts chapter 3. Very familiar passage and you would have already read many times. I want to show this passage and I want to bring four important things from that uh, passage which is book of Acts chapter 3 from verses 1 to 10. There is a great story you can see when Peter and John when they are going into the, into the temple called beautiful. Very simple story. You can see four important things in that, uh, in that um, passage. When they have seen this crippled man who was sitting and waiting and expecting something from the people, whoever may be going into the temple called Beautiful. And this guy is always sitting all his life. The Bible is telling he was born crippled there. That is his life. Just coming there and expecting something from the people. Every time begging. So one day Peter and John... They had an opportunity to go into this place. And when they see this crippled man, the Bible is telling Peter and John, they have looked at him. They said, we did not have silver and gold, but we do have something that we can give it to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you rise up and walk. Number one, God gives opportunities to us. Amen. They didn't say that we are busy now, we want to go into the temple, we have to worship God. When we come back, we can pray for you. They didn't say that. You know, when I come here, I'm always real amazed how American people are busy and living with these calendars. Schedule every day, morning from 7 to 8, 8 to 9, 9 to 10. Until night, you didn't have time, isn't it, to stop yourself. But today we have to understand that God is always having something that we have to do for his glory. We are living here for the purpose. We are living here to lift the banner of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are living here to seize every opportunity God has placed before us. Because Christ died for you with an expectation. Christ died for you that you are going to do something before you depart from this world. You caused the blood of Jesus. He has an expectation that you seize every opportunity. You know, I'm, I'm really amazed. Some people when they come to this, how much time that you travel to come to United States. I'm always telling 24 hours to come. Uh, to United States by jet, you know. Wow, that is too long, isn't it? 
but i cannot complain the jets but uh, you know when i talk about when we see uh, the william carey history he traveled to india 6 months on boat come on talk about that i don't want to complain what god has given what god has prepared to go to india on jets within a 24 hours you have to understand how much comfortable living and life you have now friends we need to step out friends we need to seize every opportunity what god has placed before you that's only the reason that you are here today that's only the reason that god wants to use you in this place there are many people outside who are dying without christ The reason why God redeemed you because of somebody outside in Long Beach because of somebody in India 75000 people dying without Christ what we are doing here God didn't call you and me to be comfortable God has called us to suffer and pay the price because he did for us first We have elderly homes in India we have hiv and aids hospice in india those two ministries what harvest india is doing i'm always amazed how god is bringing those people that is the final stop to many people when the old people come and knocking our doors our staff always happy to open and invite them with gladness and they come and they have a place they have a roof they have food they have everything but the great thing that i am always watching there when they come to our elderly homes our shelters always they are receiving christ as their savior and lord and they are dying with the dignity and hope in the lord jesus christ in aids hospice when i go to our aids hospice there are people they are dying in their final days and they are looking to us with the hope and when we are sharing about christ they are uh, they have tears and they are crying please tell we have wasted our all our life but they die with jesus christ they received christ as their savior and lord seizing every opportunity god has placed before us friends peter and john they have seized the opportunity what god has placed before them that's why we are here today Number 1 God gives opportunities so that we may respond. Number 2 we can see in this place God not only gives opportunity but God have given the power and authority to each one of us. Are you believe that? Everybody who ever may be received Christ they have the power and capacity when you received Christ. Because we have the Holy Spirit in us. The Bible is telling us Jesus said Gospel of Matthew chapter 28 was the Satan go into the all the world I have given all power and authority in heaven on earth to you and make disciples of all nations He didn't say I have given a little power and little authority He say all the power and authority to you that is our choice to choose isn't it most of the times we don't know 
what kind of capacity that we are having in the Lord. We have always doubt. We now have faith to stepping out. But the Bible is very clear, friends. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. If you want to please God, you have to have faith in God. Without faith, it is very impossible. You cannot do anything. Peter and John, they have faith. They have boldness. They have power. They have authority. They said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you rise up and walk. I have a story to tell. We have... An young man in our house, his name is Srinu. And he joined in Harvest India Bible College seven years back. He's a very fine young man. He has a great passion and love for God. And many people, many of our staff here, they, they already met him. They spent good time with him. This guy, one day he was collapsed when he go to the school in our campus. We don't know what happened. We just rushed him to the doctor. Doctor said, I think he has a problem with his heart. You need to take to the super speciality hospital in Vijiwara. So we took him to this uh, super speciality hospital, cardiology department, and um, doctor scanned everything. Doctor said, I don't know how he is living all this life. He has four holes in his heart. If we cannot do the surgery, he will die within a two days. But, and one more thing, 90% he may not live because the surgery, what he is going to, uh, what we are going, is very severe surgery. We cannot give any assurance. If you allow to do that, uh, we can do. So, doctor said, and I believe our God is big God. Amen. I believe God has the power because the Bible is telling, by his stripes we were healed not we will be we were healed and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us because Jesus has capacity to change everything so I agree with all the rules whatever the doctor said and uh, we said okay we are ready for the surgery and uh, I, I sent the message to all our children homes all our families praying for Srinu this young man. And after eight hours of surgery, doctor came out and he said, he is doing good, he is fine. Still he is living, he is the pastor of the church. He is doing amazing job for the glory of God. The reason I am bringing that to you, everybody has to understand that Jesus Christ has the capacity to change the things in our lives. Sometimes the problems in your family. Sometimes you may have needs. Sometimes you may have sickness. Sometimes it may be very tough and hard even to imagine what you are going through now. But you have to understand the Lord is in control my friends. The Lord will take care of everything. As long as you have relationship. As long as you love the Lord. As, you, as long as you honor the Lord. As long as you walk with God. As long as you lift his banner. 
as long as you have fear of god in your life you can see the things will happen god has given the power and authority to us god not only gives opportunities to you and to me and also god has given the power and authority when you see another thing in this story you can see god has given the source to each one of us he has the sources of health isn't it we have good health we have good families we just praising god for everything and what we are doing with all the sources that he has given to us more than all god has blessed with a great source called in the name of jesus amen jesus is the sources they said in the name of jesus christ of nazareth you rise up and walk i seen in india when we use that name devil tremble people healed i seen crippled people walked i seen tumors disappeared i seen blind eyes open i seen tons and tons of signs and wonders in india but here when i'm talking about signs and wonders every time people are looking to me strangely what is this man talking about isn't it it's very strange people are always asking this question to me why suresh why these things are happening in india why this why these things are not happening in united states i'm always telling that is your problem that's not my problem because you are not believing that you read the bible you go to church you praising god you worshiping god you hear the word tons of times many times but you never 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 ever have faith in god because you have plan a plan b plan c every time but we do have plan a plan b plan c we have plan a prayer plan b prayer plan c prayer that is the faith i am talking about here that is the source that god is expecting from each one of us we need to have the faith to rise up we need to use every source the lord has given to us so that we may be blessing to many people in the days to come why god has blessed you because he is expecting that you are doing something out of your blessings why god has given this wonderful life to you because he is expecting that you will use your wife use your life wisely in this place he has plan for everything friends why god has given business why god has given job why did god has given everything to you because he is trusting you to use every sources so that his banner his glory will be lifted high in this end days that's why we are here today when we went to the villages when we went to this unreached places and uh, slums in india people are asking why did you come here all our life more than 15 years 50 20 years in this place nobody come and see us 
Because we are Dalits, we are untouchable people. When we take our doctors and our nurses to these places, when we are giving free medicines to them, and they are all always asking, why did you do this? Most of the times when we tell that Jesus Christ has sent us to do this, they are asking which political party this Jesus belongs. Because they never heard about Christ even. That, is the, that, is, that was the first time. Particularly one slum we went, I think, um, four years back. And we went to the slum. All these people, they are scavenger caste. They are the lowest of the uh, low caste in India called Anadi tribe. And we seen their miserable lives on the slum. And we went to house to house. And we gave food, we gave medicines, and we have treated them, everybody. And they are all, they are all asking, they have been worshipping this tree god in that place. There is a huge tree. They are worshipping all their life, the tree. And we shared about Jesus Christ. Friends, that very day, 90% of people, they gave their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. 90% whole slum. Immediately we send one of our pastors, his name is Charlie, and he is doing church every Sunday. We have more than 200 people worshipping God, powerful believers. We need to use the sources what God has given to us so that many people will be blessed. That's only the, that's only the reason we are living in this world. Peter and John, they used the sources of the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus' name. And finally, and lastly, what God has given to us, and God has given the message, so that we may take the message to this world. Amen. There's only one thing that we have to do in this world. We need to take care of our families, which is, which is very important. But same time, we need to obey God, what he has told us to do. He said, go into the, all the world and preach my good news. He has given a general commission to every one of us. It's not to only the church. It's to everybody. Last year, 26,000 people gave their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. What a joy that is, isn't it? We send 198 Pastors from our Bible schools to plant those areas, churches. Friends, if we cannot take the message, if we cannot preach, who will do that? It's your job. It's my job to do that. You know, Harvest India has the vision. Before 2020, I have to see 10 million souls how to give their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. 10 million people how to receive Christ as their Savior and Lord. That is impossible to me. For me, that is too much. But to God, it's nothing. Easy. Talk about 1.3 billion. I'm just asking God only 10 million people. We already reached nearly 3 million last 44 years from my mom time onwards. But we need to do another 7 million souls. And before 2020, I have to see at least 20 
Bible schools to be established and release the workers. Because harvest is plentiful in India, workers are few. We need to send the workers so that the gospel will be reached in every place. Before 2020, I have to see at least 10,000 orphan children. They will have the place to stay and have the bread and have education. There's nothing is impossible to God, isn't it? Sometimes my Harvest India board, they're always telling, Suresh, that is too big vision to us. I said to God, there's nothing. Friends, you need to think like that. You need to dream like that. William Carey, the first missionary to India, he said, expect great things from God. Attempt great things for the Lord. He did it. He translated the Bible to many languages in India. We are powerful people because Christ died for us and he redeemed us. And he has good plans for us. That's what the Bible is telling. Never ever underestimate about yourself, friends. You are powerful people. You are very important people. Enemy is always telling you that you, what you can do, you can do nothing. But you have to rise up and you have to stand. I never think that I am doing the ministry in India. I never have even dreamed. But God is using, isn't it? I was brought up in an orphan children home as an orphan boy. Now we have 1500 plus churches. Still we are growing. Right now we are building a church for 3000 people. Because we have next door, we have university with 15,000 young people. We want to reach those young people for the glory of God. We need to take the message. When Peter and John when they healed this crippled man with the power of God, the message has spread every place. And many people heard about Jesus Christ. Friends, I'm encouraging everybody today. You are in a right place in a right time. But you have to do the right thing for the glory of God. As Peter and John, they used the opportunity. They used the power what the Lord has given. They used the sources, the name of Christ. And also they took the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you very much. May God bless you. Thank you. All right. How are we doing? That was great. Thank you, Suresh. Um, we're going to have the worship team come up. Maybe we'll sing a song together. But I want to say a couple of things before we close. I don't, uh, the world isn't changed through the comfortable, but through the convicted. In, in the scriptures it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. It doesn't say, read and think about it. It says, experience the Lord. And I think for me, every time I meet Suresh and hang out with him, it's clearly, clear that he has tasted the Lord. He has experienced the Lord. And many of us are in a place where we've never tasted and experienced the goodness of God. Where we sit here and we hear numbers like 10 million people. Or last year, 26,000 people coming to faith through their ministry. That's crazy. 
1,500 churches. That's called movement in the United States. If anything, I hope that this is encouraging us to dream bigger. That God's given us a call in all of our lives to live out this type of legacy. And I'll be the first to admit that I get scared, I get timid, I get beaten down by all the no's, all the failures, all the mistakes. That my faith has been diminished over this last year. And I need to be reminded that God can do amazing things through us. He is doing amazing things. When was the last time we witnessed to our neighbor, our our co-worker, let alone prayed for 10,000 people to come to faith in our city? 0.05%. I believe God wants to raise up people like Peter and John that only share what they've experienced. They didn't say, let me read you this verse. They said, what I have is the resurrected Christ. Stand. We need that type of conviction. And it's not about uh, forcing ourselves. We need people to taste and see that the Lord is good. So I want to just invite some of you to get prayer before we, we sing songs in worship. But some of you have been walking for some time and you need to taste, the, taste and see that God is good. And if that's you, would you just stand? You've just been a, in a place where you need to be re- refilled by the Holy Spirit. Some of you are here for the first time and maybe you've never experienced or encountered God in that way. I just want to invite you where you are to stand. Would you just be brave and stand with me? We're going to do a couple more callings. Thank you. I'm sure there's more of us. Our faith has been a journey of, uh, of doctrine and scripture. And God's inviting us to experience him in a way we haven't experienced. If that's you, would you stand? Okay, thank you for your braveness. And your... Also, um, I think that... Uh, the other thing I want to say is that this is stirring something in us, and maybe it's a calling. So if you're feeling something unlocked, like just your heart's pounding, God's reminding you of ministry that he's called you to, we just want to pray for you this morning. That God's calling you to do something, to go. Isaiah says, who will we send? And Isaiah says, here, I, here am I, Lord. I don't even know what it is. Here am I. If that's you, would you stand? We want to, we want to commission ministries this morning. Thank you. We believe that, that our God is a living God, and so we don't have to just, just sing about Him, but that we can encounter Him. There's a couple more people that I feel that you're, maybe you're intimidated to stand. Would you just stand real quick? Because we're going we're gonna to have our church come around you and pray. Okay, if, every, thank you. Um, hey, everyone else, if you believe in Jesus, welcome to our prayer team. Would you stand with our brothers and sisters? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to spend a few moments blessing them, asking God to release gifts calling, passion, asking them to, uh, God to allow for a fresh experience in the Holy Spirit over these people. Lay hands, wait for a moment.